Hey guys, welcome back to the Pearls and Perils. I'm your host, Peter K, and I'm back with another podcast. So today we are speaking about finances once again. So the question that I pose to you is how long could you survive financially if you start working today? Now, this is a very um, challenging question to ask yourself, especially if the answer is not something that you really want to hear. But again, it's gonna be something that's gonna help you to really see your reality and also give you that push to do something about it. So stay tuned, guys. We're gonna get into it today. I'm gonna be going through a couple of things. So ways that you can actually start an emergency fund if you do not have one and ways you can actually maximize in building one if you do have one, but you want to grow it even more. So again, this week, and probably from the end of last week, we saw a lot of changes in the news. There's been lots of talks about the economy and this is pretty much universal. I'm sure in a lot of countries, the same thing is happening. I know that a lot of people are very nervous when it comes to job security, what's gonna happen with their role, people that have started a small business or have a business are worried again, what is the future of my business gonna hold? So it's very, very important for you to really be prepared for anything because at the end of the day life is unpredictable we can plan all we want but again we don't know what the future holds it's very important to always be prepared you know once you are prepared if something does happen at least you are at a stage where it's like okay cool you know I wasn't expecting this or I didn't want this to happen but I am ready and prepared for it so let's get into it so again back to the question the trigger question how long could you survive financially if you stopped working today now i remember when i read a similar question in a book i think it was about i can't remember when i read it but i remember at the time that i read it i was not ready for the answer because i knew that i couldn't survive for a very long time and it wasn't because we i wasn't earning enough money because collectively my husband's salary and my own salary was a very good amount so it wasn't because of you know the income wasn't in much it wasn't enough it was really just a lack of money management and just you know really not having a handle on how we manage our finances so for me reading that question really pushed me at the time it was like okay nah pk you got to get yourself together because you keep making excuses and saying that it's not because you don't earn enough money but really and truly it wasn't that because i was earning a lot more than a lot of people and that was not the that was not the reason i just did not have control that was the main reason and that was really the push that i needed to start getting more serious in my finances that's when i started to you know upskill learn a bit more about investments you know really pushing myself being more disciplined with our finances and that really just helped to put us in a much better position financially so even now I've only started my business about two months ago now but despite everything that's happening around us I'm not worried because again my business is something that is sustainable and it is something that a lot of people need and again it's finances who doesn't need help with their finances it's such an important area and like I always say you know finances affects every single area of our life can affect our mental health it can affect our physical health like how many of us have got headaches you can't sleep at night properly because you're worried about bills that you can't afford to pay people that you owe money that you have to avoid there's people that they avoid going to certain areas because they know that there's people they're avoiding that they owe money now so this is a very very serious issue and it's something that if you do not have a handle over it can really 
destroy certain areas of your life. Like how many relationships have been destroyed, have been strained because of financial issues, you know, whether it's been disagreements on how money is managed, financial infidelity, and the list goes on. So it's so important. And honestly, I love what I do. Just seeing, you know, my clients having, you know, coming with problem A and seeing them make such quick progress and really transforming their mindset, the, the habits that they have. Because a lot of the time, financial problems are due to bad habits. A lot of the times, of course, it's not always because of that reason, but in most cases, it is. Bad habits, bad decisions, and impulse buys. But anyways, that's not what we're talking about today. So going into back to the question again, I'm gonna keep repeating it. So like I said, it may be a trigger, but I hope that it triggers you to take action. You know, it's not for you to feel sad and be looking at your life like raw, like I couldn't even survive a month if I stopped working today. What I'd always say, because again, a lot of the times on um, social media, and if you follow lots of finance pages, you'll see that we're always talking about an emergency fund. And it's like, how, how much do I actually need? I definitely say there isn't a specific amount. It really depends on your condition. So when thinking about, let's say you do not have an emergency fund, the first thing you need to actually look at is, what are my current bills? It's very strange, but a lot of people don't actually know what their total bills are each month. And thinking about it, there was a point that I didn't too. So I, I get it, you know, so definitely that's what you need to know. What are your outgoings each month? What are the bills that you have to pay, your mortgage, your rent, whatever the case may be, all utilities, add all of that up and know what the number is. Because again, you're not gonna be just trying to have an emergency fund that just pays your bills and you've got no food to eat. You wanna be able to ensure that, okay, let's say, if, for example, you're starting from scratch, you have nothing saved right now, or what you have is a very minimal amount. Maybe you've got like a hundred pounds saved or, or a little bit less, or maybe you have slightly more. If you have more, great, let's go. But even if you're starting from zero, we can still get that zero and grow it. So what I definitely say, and like I said, is really looking at what are your bills for one month. So how much do you need to pay on everything that you need, emphasis on need, you know, all your essentials, and also looking at, okay, how much do you need for the other things that aren't necessarily bills? So things like food, petrol, or your travel card, if you have, um, if you use public transport, all of those factors, and then you'll know the amount that you'd need for one month. Because again, you're not only gonna think about bills, but then you have no food to eat and you can't get to work. It doesn't make sense. So you definitely have to account for that. So that would, so let's say for example, everything added together, your bills, food, all the things you'd need in a month adds up to say 1,500. Then you would know that my my um, emergency fund for one month would be 1,500. So ideally I'd say it's best to at least try to have three months saved up. Because again, three months gives you a bit of a cushion to kind of find a new job if you're in a position where you've lost your job or maybe you're, you're on a reduced hours at the moment and again you need to then maybe you have an income coming in but it's less than you're used to so again at least if you have an emergency fund of three months then you can comfortably you know take that time to find a new job or get some extra hours or do something that's going to subside the amount that you're not currently getting so definitely aiming if you have if obviously if you're starting from zero then aiming to have your one month saved then growing that to two three four five ideally if you can have an emergency fund that covers a whole year that would be amazing because again it is an emergency fund if something comes up let's say there's a great opportunity that comes up and you want to invest in something because again to make money you have to invest right but of course you need to make smart investments because there is no investment that is 100% guaranteed you could potentially lose money but like I say if you have let's say a whole year emergency fund or just reserves maybe you don't call it emergency fund if you don't call it that it really doesn't matter what matters most is having the money 
because <laughs> again the money gives you that security it gives you that freedom to then decide what you're going to do with it so then if you decided you know what i want to invest some of this emergency fund into stocks or you know maybe there's a company you want to invest it in then that's different but again definitely at this present moment in time i definitely recommend at least having three months worth of bills and all your essentials in your emergency fund okay great pk that sounds amazing okay how do i actually get there because the how is an important part a lot of the times i have so many people say to me pk i can't save i'm just not earning enough but then when i actually go through with them their um income and their expenses i always find there's nobody so far of everyone i've coached that i found that the person really can't save i have found that there's some people they can't save a lot but they still can save and don't despise you know the small savings because it really does add up if you are you know um saving consistently every single month forgetting interest because right now we know interest rates are not doing very well it's practically non-existent right now savings um accounts the interest rates are dropping because of the recession and and so on and so forth we get it cool so the most important part right now is just really having that money aside whether you want to save it in a bank or you want to put it under your mattress whatever works best for you but the key is having those reserves i'll give you an example so about two months ago was it two months? yeah it was around june um, I received an email saying that I needed to pay something. It wasn't a scam. <laughs> it was actually genuine. So as part of an application that I made, I needed to pay an extra amount of money that I was not expecting I'd have to pay. And it was a thousand pounds. It wasn't small chicken change, just was during the pandemic. So as you can imagine, I just left my job as well. So it was kind of like, ah, oh. when I saw that, I was so upset. I'm like, oh my gosh, really? And then the thought came to my mind, at least you have the money to pay it. You know, me paying it didn't mean that that month we couldn't eat or couldn't pay a bill. I was able to pay it comfortably as much as it did hurt and it did get on my nerves, but the money was there to pay it. So it's just so important for you to really invest in having those results because again, you are protecting your mental health. A lot of mental health um, and stress and all of the anxiety, a lot of the times it is because of financial problems and you just don't want, like when you are going through financial issues, when you have a debt, it's such a stressful period of time. Like it can really cause you to lose your hair. It can cause you to lose weight, gain weight. It can have to take such a negative toll on your health. So it's so important for you to make, you know, smart decisions. It's not about working harder, it's about working smarter. It's about being smart with your money. So if you find that, you know what, PK, I got kids, I've got so many financial commitments right now, I don't know how I'm gonna be able to build my emergency fund, you can do it. Take a moment, pause, stop, put the emotions to the side because you can do it. You need to take that time first and foremost to look through your expenses. What can go, okay? What are the things that right now, because if you find, for example, what you can save is very small, so maybe it's like 50 pounds a month, and you want to build that up to as, okay, I want to save at least 100 pounds a month. Then you can look through, okay, what am I paying for right now that I can cut out? Or maybe there's not things you're paying for, but you have certain habits. Maybe every single Friday you get a takeout. And because you have a large family or because, you know, you just got expensive taste, you're finding that you're spending a lot on takeout, eliminating those things. So instead of doing a weekly takeout or every other day, what do you do then? You decide, you know what, I'm going to do it once a month. And the amount, the money that I would have spent on those extra takeouts, I'm going to save that money. Find where your money is going. Because a lot of the times people say, oh yeah, I don't have money. But really the money's going somewhere. Whether it's to family members that are always asking you for money or whether it's buying, you know, those things that you like to buy 
you find what is taking your money and you decide, you know what, I'm going to invest this. I'm going to save this. I'm going to put it to the side so that I can protect my mental health. Because during this time, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. There's going to be a lot of negative news talking about the recession, job losses. Everywhere you look, it's going to be right there in your face. And you don't want to be a position where you're thinking, oh my gosh, like every time your boss calls you or you get that email or there's a conference call, there's an update from the people team. You're worrying like, oh my gosh, is it going to be me? Because you know that if you lose your job, you can't even survive a month. So definitely looking at what other things are you taking your money each month that you can actually change? If you know that you have maybe a contract due for renewal, then definitely downsize, definitely, you know, maybe get a better deal so that you can save that extra money. So instead of thinking, oh great, I have more money, let me spend it, no, no, no. One thing that really holds a lot of people back is their mindset. There's a lot of people that think, oh, do you know what, YOLO, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna treat myself. You can't continuously treat yourself if really you have nothing to fall back on if something happens. How are you treat? like you're not treating yourself, you're actually putting Putting yourself in a financial trap which you do not need so definitely ensuring that you're looking through what are the things that i can actually cut back on because you'll find that there would be at least one thing maybe it's a subscription maybe it's something that in your head you're like oh no i really need this i deserve this but again you've got to think about the bigger picture what is more important you treating yourself to being able to watch all the movies that you really love or having some extra money saved up so that if something happens, you're not struggling or needing to ask people for money or needing to go to the wonderful credit card that really you're gonna need to pay back or constantly having to go into overdraft. That in itself is another trap because you're paying, as soon as the money comes in, the bank takes it up and again, you're still back to minus. You don't want to be falling into that trap. So definitely looking at what you can cut back on you know what what you can actually do differently so if you're someone for example you go to work and you're always buying food maybe you're always buying breakfast or you're always buying lunch cut back leave it alone you don't need to do that it's so much healthier make some nice healthy meals at home and take it with you in the beginning especially if you're not used to that you'll find that oh you know if you know you get bored then switch up the things you're making because i guarantee if you buy it and you make it at home it's going to be so much cheaper than if you're buying every single day going to costa going to starbucks going to prete manger or wherever it is you'd like to go you are going to save so much more money if you actually prepare your meals at home so hashtag eat at home okay do not despise it don't sleep on it and it's going to help you to save a lot of money i remember when i was working i had a lot of colleagues that every day they were buying food 10 pound here 10 pound there and in a week that's already 50 pounds you've wasted that you could have invested into something else so definitely and also so you're thinking okay Peter, okay got it that's what i need to do i need to cut back maybe you've already cut back you're like okay i can't come back any other i can't come back anymore because i'm gonna be in minus <laughs> that is fine so what you can do next look around your house okay look through your cupboards what are the things that you have that you don't use that someone else would pay you for there are so many sites that you can sell old clothes on and a lot of us, a lot of us women we have clothes we've worn one two three times and we know we're not gonna wear it again but we hold on to it because we keep saying oh yeah no no i'm definitely gonna wear that look through your closet have a look what are you really be honest with yourself am i really gonna wear this if you've not worn it within the last three six nine months 
Uh, definitely nine months you know you ain't wearing it again unless it's like winter wear then that's different but again you know looking through what are the things you can sell if you've got children perhaps you've got lots of newborn clothes or maybe toys that your child has never used or they used two times and they got bored of it sell it you know look around you maybe you have friends that would be willing to buy it so definitely looking at the things that you have in your home maybe you have appliances that again you do not use for example there's an appliance i can think of that i don't use that i'd be happy to sell but my husband keeps holding on to it so if you are listening honey yes we can sell that appliance because we're actually not using it but <laughs> but again trust me there will guarantee to be things around your home i remember there's times that i've sold things online i've sold things on ebay things that you know didn't even cost me that much but because it was in such a good condition people bought it and again that was just extra income that i had coming in and also if you've got like old phones as well that do work or maybe just send them to get recycled even if you just get five or ten pounds for it hello it's an extra five or ten pounds that you can use to compound your emergency fund so definitely looking at those things what are the things that you can sell that you are not using if you're someone that you have a skill maybe you're good at something you're good at cooking or baking or I don't know, you're good at doing hair and you have family members or friends that would love for you to do, or you're always doing it for them, but for free, then now is the time to start charging for your services. And again, um, this is another way that you can build up your emergency fund, doing those things. So for example, right now, let's say you're very available and you are not working and maybe you have friends that they're looking for childcare and they would be happy for you to look after their children. Again, charge them. Don't be afraid to charge for your services, especially if you know that what you are doing, you are good at it, you are gonna be responsible, you're gonna get the job done, charge them for it, okay? <laughs> and again, instead of seeing that money as, oh, great, more money, let me spend it. No, we need to remove and eliminate this consumer mindset that every time money comes into your hands, the money has got to go. As quick as it came, as quick as it goes. No, 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 you've got to have the mindset of, do you know what, great, I've got this extra money, what can I invest it in? Start including that word investment in your conversations with yourself. As you're battling with what you should buy, start thinking, hmm, what should I invest? And right now, invest in your emergency fund invest in investments that are going to make you more money but again if you don't have an emergency fund i wouldn't recommend you start oh yeah start investing in stocks but really you have no emergency fund that makes no sense so definitely before you start wanting to run let's crawl crawl you know progress is progress don't sleep on it even if it is small progress so like i said definitely looking at what are the things that you can do to build up the extra um money and again you're gonna find wow like oh my gosh you know i sold these these heels that i wore one time um maybe someone got you a gift that you never worn and you know you're never gonna wear it or never gonna use it sell it there are people that will buy it i guarantee it and even the amount that you spend in delivery is definitely gonna offset what you're selling it for so obviously making sure that what you're pricing as does make sense let's say for example if you have been married you have a wedding dress or maybe you were a bridesmaid you have a bridesmaid dress that you know you're never gonna wear it again honey sell the dress or you were a groomsman, sell the dress. Sell, not the dress. <laughs> sell the tuxedo or suit or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, don't just leave things, you know, lying around your house that you can actually sell. If you're someone with a lot of books, there are people that only buy used books because they don't want to pay the full price. So selling your books as well. If you have, maybe you've just finished university and you've got lots of books that you paid for, sell the books. Don't hold on, don't be a hoarder. 
you know, sell it and keep that extra money. And again, that's how you can build your emergency fund. If you already have an emergency fund and you want to maximize it, again, using the same tips that I gave earlier, what are the things that you have at home are things that really and truly you're not using and you could actually sell those things and make some extra money. Definitely, I would recommend doing that. So if you've not done that yet, I definitely recommend looking around your house. What are the things you are holding on to that you keep saying you're gonna use? You keep saying, oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna do da, 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 da. But you know you're not gonna do it. Sell it, there is no harm, okay? And then keeping that extra money. And again, if right now, for example, you're due to get a new car and you were thinking of getting a bigger, more expensive car that really you don't actually need, let's all be real here. Cars are not assets because they do not make you money. If anything, as soon as you get them, the value goes down. So again, maybe looking at getting a more affordable car, not just a car that's going to cost you lots of money. And perhaps during this time, you're not even going to be driving much. So looking at things like that, that's really going to allow you to um, use that extra money that you would have spent on that to actually invest in your emergency fund so that those are definitely the tips that i would give for today there's so many things i could say but then this podcast would be super 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 long so i definitely say right now if you do not have an emergency fund let's start aiming to at least have one month's worth of bills saved and also things like food, household supplies, all the essentials that you definitely would need. Once you've gotten to the stage that you have a month saved, then you you up the goal. Okay, great, I have one month's worth saved, so now let me go to two months worth. And what I'll definitely say, once you've saved that money, do not think in the back of your mind, oh, I'm okay, you know, oh, I wanna get these new shoes, let me go, no. The emergency fund is not for new cute shoes, it is for an emergency. Needing new shoes, actually well if you need shoes that's different okay wanting sorry new shoes is not an emergency okay (laughs) so don't go doing that because what's going to happen is you've built up the emergency fund you put in all that effort all that work to build it up and then because you saw something cute or you saw something really nice or someone's having an event and you feel like oh my gosh i need a new outfit i can't wear something that i've worn before you're going to end up you know going into dipping your savings to pay for that doesn't make sense guys so once you've saved that money once you've locked it in in your head just think you know what my current account this is what i've got if i can't afford it i can't afford it don't be afraid to say no don't be that kind of person that as soon as everyone messages you hey um can you let me especially if it's the same if it's like for example someone that hardly that never really asked and you know that the person is going to pay you back okay fine fair enough but one thing i always say if i can't afford to not get this money back i will not lend the person that amount because let's say something happens they're already asking you for money right let's say something else happens and they can't afford to pay you back and you lend them a significant amount of money that you actually do need and then what's gonna happen so if you can't afford to lend it and be comfortable not getting it back do not lend it because so many things like this it just destroys relationships it causes unnecessary problems and it puts you in a position where you are you know worried or you're then you know putting yourself out you don't want to be doing that so again if you can't afford to lend and not receive it back do not lend it (laughs) especially if it's the person that's always asking you for money every time they call you're like oh yeah what does this one want you know what i mean or they always have a sad story they don't ask you directly but they're telling you about all the problems that they have all the unexpected the bills 
or the fact that they're in overdraft and this account took this out and all this kind of sad stories listen right now we're all going through the same recession right so you've got to be smart with your money and again like i always say if you do need any help you know managing your finances if you find that you have these bad habits you're constantly setting goals and you're struggling to meet them then you definitely need a financial coach that's why i'm here that's why i'm doing what i'm doing to really help and this month has just been great because i've had so much good feedback so many testimonials that have come in i've had one of my clients she was able to pay extra money onto her credit card which she's never been able to do before so that was amazing so we're seeing progress we're seeing growth so again if you need any help head over to www.pearlsandpearls.com and you can check out my coaching plans and my coaching services or if there's something specific that you need help with then feel free to Um, speak to me via the contact page but anyways guys have a great day a great rest of your week and I will be back with you next week Thursday I hope you found this podcast helpful feel free to share it with a friend and if you want to give me some feedback tell me how you found it I'd love to hear that you found it helpful or if you didn't find it helpful and you're like yeah you know I I didn't like the podcast feel free to send me an email (laughs) or drop me a dm on my instagram so I will speak to you guys soon take care